Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. All right, buckle your seatbelts. We're going to be talking about energy. If you're mad because you just came back from the gas pumps or you just filled your oil tank heater at your house or you got your natural gas bill, well, we're going to try to help you understand why is it so much more expensive this year? What did Joe Biden do? What is going on in the world? What are the forces that are driving up the cost of energy, like they're driving up the cost of food and other things? We're going to bring someone who's a great thinker. He is the CEO of Canary, one of the largest oil services, private oil services companies in the world. His name is Dan Eberhardt. He's also a prolific writer. He used to write when I was at the Hill newspaper. He's on Real Clear Politics and Real Clear Energy. A tremendous thinker. He gives it to you straight. What's going on? Are prices going to go up? Are they going to go down? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? How is energy tied to geopolitical security? A great conversation. You're not going to want to miss this. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Dan Eberhardt, CEO of Canary, one of the great oil services companies in the country, going to give it to you straight. We're going to try to break it down and make it all make sense for you. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. 
Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at signup. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Excited to have this next guest on. He is the CEO of Canary, one of the largest privately owned oil field service companies in the United States. I've seen him right on some of my favorite sites, including places where I used to work, like The Hill. And he's one of the most eloquent voices in the energy space today. Joining me right now is the Canary CEO, Dan Eberhardt. Dan, great to have you here. Thank you for having me. When you're on TV, when you're writing your op-eds, you had a great one in Forbes. You make this very complicated energy ecosystem that we have so much easier to understand. But one of the clear trends as we enter into 2022 is this high gas price experience that we've had. We've seen about a buck, a little over a buck gain in the last year in the cost of gasoline. We're in for a few more months, if not a half a year or more of that. Explain why that is. Well, I, I think that there's a, a bunch of different factors, and you know, the price of gasoline comes from the price of oil, and that's a worldwide product. But um, a, a lot of what the Biden administration has done have, have really clamped down on what we can do supply-wise in America. So before COVID, we had uh, about 13 million barrels a day of oil produced in the U.S. Right. Right now, we've got about 11.2 million. Wow, big drop. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is the you know some of that's the the macro economy, but a lot of that is. Uh, some of the policies from Biden. So the no Keystone XL pipeline, and there's some smaller ones that have also been canceled that aren't quite as newsworthy. The lack of the Biden administration shutting down fracking on federal lands, the Biden administration stopping the auctions for the offshore blocks to drill in the Gulf of Mexico. You know, these, these things have a real cost and the cost is less supply, which pushes, pushes prices up. And I think that this is a lot of what's contributing to the higher, you know, price people are paying at the pump right now. It really is. Is when you look at it, you're right. The policies are clearly designed to shrink supply a little bit. Do you have a sense? Do you assess a motive? Why would the Biden administration, at a time when the economy is trying to come out of the long COVID slump we've had, try to reduce one of the things that drives the economy, energy and, and driving and, and mobility and tourism? Uh, do you have a do you ascribe a motive to this shrinkage in, in supply policy? Sure. Well, I, I think it's part of a long term objective of this kind of Green New Deal, Green Green New Deal light, you know, policies they're 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 trying to push and the administration has co-opted a lot of 
they want to reduce um, you know the fossil fuel consumption in the long term and these these policies really are you know we can we can do them we can definitely accomplish them but they also come at a cost and the cost is higher energy costs for consumers yep and families are already squeezed by other higher costs right because food's going up and a lot of other different elements because of supply chain we started 2021 at 219, 220 a gallon. I think nationally we're at about 336 to 340 a gallon right now. Um, I've seen some predictions that oil could be north of 100 if you trust some of the bankers that are talking about it. What do you think happens over the next six months? How, where do you see gas prices and oil prices going? Sure. So, you know, oil's uh, in the high 80s now. I, I right. think 85 is a, f- a floor, not a ceiling. Yeah. I'd also like to, uh, if I could switch a little bit and make a different topic. Please. You know, the power plants are powered by natural gas, they're powered by coal, and they're powered by nuclear. There's no new nuclear capacity coming. And as we keep pushing these policies to push the oil price up, also push the natural gas price up. And so this is actually leading to increased usage of coal, believe it or not, which I think is against what the administration is trying to do and not what the environment needs, but is another result of them pushing the oil price up is also pushing the coal price up Such because it makes point. coal a better a better choice than natural gas for some power plants. So if the electric car is powered by a power plant that's powered by coal, what what have we really accomplished? Absolutely nothing, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a giant circle. Yeah. This is why we love talking to This is some of the fallacy of these policies, right? Which is they say they're making the environment better, but actually the dynamic is it's at best an equal sum. They haven't made an improvement and maybe in some cases it's going to get worse in the next year. Um, you think $85 is a floor. What would we need to do? What would the United States need to do to uh, get that down? What, what should Joe Biden do? He talks a lot about, I'm feeling your pain, I'm going to do something, but it doesn't seem like any prescriptions he's had has done anything but drive prices up. When he says that, that talk, he went to Kansas City and gave this, he this did. speech about lowering gasoline prices. And I said to myself, but your, your policies are the exact opposite. So it really doesn't make any sense. He also doesn't make any sense when he says he wants lower prices and then he calls on OPEC to produce more oil. I got to tell you, this drives people in the industry crazy because he's saying, look, I don't want more production coming from West Texas, from Western Pennsylvania, from Western North Dakota. Let's let, let's get more resources from the Middle East. It just it, it drives me bonkers, to be honest, because I think yeah. it's not in the best interest of America at all. But what what the Biden administration needs to do if they want lower energy costs for consumers is, is Google this stuff that Larry Kudlow has said, drill, baby, drill. That's where we're going to get lower energy costs in the short term. Uh, but every policy choice the administration makes is against. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. And it does seem to be driven by an ideological belief that no matter how much the pain at the pump is, we're going to do this anyways because we think this is the right thing to do with America. And it, it really, for the working class and the middle class, this is a, a tax. It's this growth in prices taking something right out of your earning power every day. One of the things that goes on in the in this dynamic in Washington with the Green New Deal is there's a lot of demonization of energy companies. But the fact of the matter is, I've covered this for 30 years, there is more environmental friendly, more smart drilling, more smart policies and better lower carbon fossil fuels than we've had in, in, our, in my earlier lifetime because of natural gas. What is the counter story to the big bad oil companies ruining our environment? Because it's really not true. 
No, and um, you know the the oil companies. We really do it. We really do a bad job of explaining ourselves and what we're about to folks. To, to be honest, but you know a lot of what oil and gas companies do is the gas part, which is natural gas. And natural gas, if you Google this, I mean, it, it's the clear transition fuel to a cleaner, yeah. more renewable future. You know, first of all, natural gas works and it works now. Second of all, it's much cleaner burning than coal or oil. And third of all, it's plentiful. We're, we're the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. So it, it really is, at the very least, the medium-term solution to our energy needs while we're waiting on wind, solar, hydrogen, and electric cars to be, you know, commercially viable right. and successful in the short term second of all the in- the industry is is very clean you know we we leave our we have a campground theory leave the environment better than you found it uh, a lot of what happens topside um on a drilling site it's actually cleaner look if you work at walmart and you drop a candy bar wrapper on, on the ground in the store nothing is going to happen to you right if you work on a drilling site and do that you're going to be at the least sent home for the day wow so it's it's a completely different environment we have closed loop systems we actually clean the mud on location. Um, so we're actually going to leave the, the topsoil of the mud cleaner than what we found it, believe it or not. So really, the, the industry is really focused on and hypersensitive around these issues. And, and remember, you know, in a lot of places, before we drilled in California, there were oil bells that came up on the beach in the you know, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Right. In a lot of places, the environment is the, the drilling relieves pressure and creates a cleaner surface area in some places like the oil industry is not perfect we've definitely made mistakes in the past and, and we need to be very vigilant but the industry tries very hard to produce you know energy safely and cleanly and, and to not destabilize the environment as much as possible yeah it is and, and you learn from each accident each mistake and and there's a body now of 50 years of good learnings that make drilling and uh, uh movement of energy so much safer than it was 50 years ago and that that never gets talked about but that constant focus on getting smarter and better is really endemic to the industry because your investors expect it right they expect you to lower your risk and improve your yield so well exactly and the, the, the thing is, too, look, pe- people know, everybody wants cleaner water. Everybody wants cleaner air. You know, and since the, everybody needs to strive for that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That is, and that's a universally shared goal. It seems like one party has the, uh, the monopoly on it, but both parties really share that. And you can't be smart and not have that in your plan. One of the things about energy that we forget about is it's also one of the most important dynamics in geopolitics and security. And so we started or we left the Trump administration energy independent, meaning we were a net exporter of energy. And now we're upside down significantly back on the reliances of people like Russia and Venezuela and, and uh, the Middle East countries. And there's some weird things going on. I know there's some projections. OPEC says, hey, we're going to meet demand. Don't worry about it. We're going to come out of COVID just fine. But there are problems in Libya. There are problems in Nigeria. Uh, There's some concerns that the Russians can't meet their side of the demand. Um, The geopolitics of this complicates this picture a lot more, doesn't it? Yeah, no, look, look, I think a lot of people don't realize that the the oil deal, Obama's oil deal with Iran, us putting sanctions on Russia, us being able to push back in the Middle East, these things are possible because of the shale revolution and because we have our own energy, which creates our um, our energy security. Without that, I think we would be much, we were much more beholden to the Middle East in 1990 yep. than we are in 2022. Yeah. And and we're less beholden to Russia. We're less beholden to the Middle East because of this. So I think it makes us stronger as a country, and I think it gives our uh, politicians more policy choices. 
Yeah, and it seems like we've lost a little of that leverage. I mean, probably the slippage in the last year is notable, but we still have a lot of upside. And there's nothing Russia fears more than our shale fields because they are jealous of the way that we've extracted energy so effectively and efficiently. Uh, Survey the next year for us. Based on the course that we're on, what should an an average consumer expect their experience to be? Home heating oil or electricity prices, prices at the pump. Sure. So first of all, let me just go to the the other point. It's crazy to me when Biden says, when Biden asked OPEC to do more, every time he says that kind of stuff, to me, it seems kind of bone dead, brain dead. When we can produce it here, we can have jobs in America. Why are we asking for another country for help when we don't even need to? doesn't make sense to me. But um, to your question, I I think consumers should expect fuel costs to be more in, in the summer. You know, look, it, we, it, the inflation is a macro story, right? And right. oil is just gasoline prices are just part of that. Remember, the 40% of the cost of a plane ticket is oil and gas, is the price of oil. So yeah. consumers should expect energy costs to, to increase for, you know, at least the next little while and plan for that in their, you know, decision calculus. Yeah, I think that's a, a very wise thing. The last part I want to talk about, because when we look at the shutdown of one pipeline, a discussion about shutting another pipeline down in Michigan, I've always asked this people, I think I get the right answer, but is it safer to move oil by uh, and gas and think by pipelines, or is it safer to bring it on trucks and trains and other forms of transportation? Well, it's clearly safe from pipelines. And what I think a lot of people that are anti-pipeline don't understand is that when you cancel the pipeline or you close the pipeline, you're just pushing it onto rail, which is pushing the stuff on rail onto trucks, which increases traffic. So I think a lot of people haven't thought this stuff all the way through. And what we've got to do is, you know, the pipelines are safer, cheaper, and less prone to accident and don't create more traffic. So to me, it's a completely a win-win to put stuff on a pipeline. And if the, the folks that are trying to cancel pipelines, I think what they're really trying to do is reduce demand in the medium term and long term. And I think it, but I think that it's the wrong policy. Yeah. And it actually doesn't do it, right? Because all you do is just move it to another transportation venue. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't accomplish it at all. I think a lot of those folks, I understand what they're trying to do. Right. But I think they really need to find a, a different path to achieve their objective. Yeah, that's such an important thing. And we started at the beginning, Scott, I just want to end with this, because uh, you, you're such a, a, a big picture strategist when we look at the energy world. Um, beyond dealing with the gasoline and the oil and the natural gas that heats our homes and powers our transportation, uh, the larger issue of where this energy's energy load is going to be, California is going to be shutting down its last nuclear power plant. It has no way to pre- replace that megawatts that we've seen is there a moment since January 1st, I've seen about 10 articles in places I never would have thought saying, you know what, <laughs> we've got to start thinking about nuclear again. Do you think the country's at a point of having a renaissance, a discussion about doing nuclear to fill in these gaps that we're creating? I don't, but I think we should. You know, nuclear suffers from the not in my backyard syndrome. Nobody, right. nobody wants a new one. We like it, except not in our state. Yeah, yeah. We have the same thing with the refineries in this country. No matter how good of an idea it is, we put all this regulatory burden and the net effect is people just don't build them. But look, we're subject to, here's the thing, the, the price of coal goes up and down. The price of natural gas goes up and down. Nuclear is actually more constant and better planning. Uh, people can plan their costs better once we have it. Yep. And I think it should be part of the equation. In, in my opinion, we've, we're so focused on renewables and going green, and we're less focused on what's actually going to work and what's economic in the medium term. 
And I think that's a, a disconnect between politicians and what consumers are willing to pay for. Yeah, the difference between reality and utopia. <laughs> so it's, it's right. It is remarkable. Well, it is an amazing moment in our history to see what's transformed, Dan. It looks like the next year is going to be one we have to watch closely and people should prepare to shell out some more money. I can't wait to bring you back on the show soon and keep a track of this very important issue. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I enjoy talking about this stuff and enjoy being on. Yeah, well, we enjoy your insights and I love your columns. Whenever you write, it's one of the first things I always read. So thanks a lot, Dan. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, really. Take care, sir. All righty. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Report. So glad you can join me. Dan Ebert, big thanks to him. I think we made a lot of difficult market forces, market dynamics, geopolitical strategies, simple. So you can understand, here's the headline though. That's the headline I took away. 
Those prices at the pump, they're not going away anytime soon. That's not good news for you or me or the working class or the middle class or quite frankly, anyone. Producers, manufacturers, transportation goods, you heard it straight from him. A year of rising prices on the energy front. All of it sounds like could have been avoidable had we taken a different attack. Maybe President Biden will go in a different direction. Let's see. But pretty important sage advice from Dan Ebart, CEO of Canary. All right, folks, that wraps it up. Have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.